Hey everyone, Erin Alice here. I just wanted to share some information before the show gets started. Today's show was recorded before the terrible events occurred last night in Ukraine, and late last night the three of us decided not to release the show because we really wanted to make sure we were respecting the severity of the situation. After discussing last night and then again this morning, the three of us agreed that there might be some of you that might enjoy our show as kind of an escape from everything going on. Uh, that maybe an hour of us being drunk and goofy might be a good way to decompress uh, from the overload of emotion and information. However, that being said, we still want to make sure we're showing empathy for the innocent people that are affected by what's happening in Ukraine. So you can find a list of resources and links uh, in our episode description um, so you can potentially help those people or just even get educated about what's happening in the world. Um, we want to make sure that we're decompressing but not necessarily disconnecting because there are innocent people that are being affected by what's going on. Uh, and that being said, um, make sure that you're taking care of yourself, self-care and all that jazz, you know, take care of your mentals and uh, just make sure that you're taking care of yourselves and each other. But as always, thank you for listening. And here is the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is episode two of Last Call Lambo. I am Monty Moore, and I am joined, as always, by Aaron Alice and Sam. How are you guys? Fantastic. Hello, I'm already drunk. <laughs> I'm getting there. Well, we do, we like, do like, like we just said, we don't pre-show, we pre-game. So this is right. the way it was. Yeah, it's, it's been an hour since we got on. It's been an hour since we we got into this stream and oh hit record because we've been drinking for an hour. So that's fine. So from now on, we're just going to call Sam Joe Shogun. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys drinking for episode two, by the way? I've got a Virtue Cider. I got a 12-pack of four different flavors. So I'm currently drinking Rosé, and I'm about to start drinking some Pear. And then some Michigan apple. Love it. So, uh, yeah. You got a whole fruit basket over there. Yeah. I do. I have an entire fruit basket of cider. <laughs> what about you, Erin? Um, I, I have two beverages with me. Um, one, well, I, I have Smirnoff seltzers because they're zero sugar. So the hangover is much better. And you got to mm-hmm. say hydrated. Fun fact. Yeah, right. See, it works. <laughs> but... My, my, like last week, I tried to do that drink of the week to reference something from the week, and that was the Super Bowl. So I had yep. a Moscow Mule, which was invented in LA. This week, <laughs> I'm drinking <laughs> Charles Woodson wine, intercept wines, because uh, the Cabernet Sauvignon, because I love a good red wine, um, because uh, I had an interesting interaction with Mr. Woodson on, on Twitter. Um, 
I can't even remember the tweet and I should have it up, but I did not prepare for it was this. Something but... about golf, right? Five yeah, he, right. He I, choked, I, I didn't he know what on a five footer for it yeah, was and on I'm, a five he meant putt. I'm assuming just a putt that he choked yep. on a five footer putt, <laughs> yeah. but he didn't say putt, he just said I choked on a five footer. <laughs> and I quote tweeted because this is who I am. And I, I said, I wish I was choking on a five footer right now, assuming he would not see it, that he's got plenty of people <laughs> just like block you automatically. <laughs> <laughs> that too, or just mute me, which probably would have been better. <laughs> and he replied and he said wait what with like the stunned <laughs> face emoji <laughs> and i just was like i'm sorry like i'm sorry you had to see that <laughs> i mean i'm i'm gonna just from now on we have to refer to him as friend of show charles woodson yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, yeah he was he was basically a guest via twitter oh, the weekend. i invited him on but he had probably muted me by then. <laughs> <laughs> that was so. That was a legendary moment, and like I said to you earlier, I would put that in my LinkedIn or something somehow because <laughs> right. that is incredible. I thought about updating my Twitter banner picture, but I can't fit both. <laughs> Not a bad in. idea. Can't fit both tweets in, and I love yeah. my banner picture. It's yeah, from a it's message a from a guy like years ago, and it says, "In all seriousness, I can't tell if I hate you or that you're the most interesting person I've ever." <laughs> met. <laughs> I was like, I kind of love that. It's I had that up there for like five years now. Amazing. Yeah. I am going with, I'm going to hit, yesterday was National Margarita Day, so I'm oh, yeah. a little late celebrating, but I've got a pineapple ginger margarita. Ooh. Yum. That's so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a good combo. It's very refreshing. So for those of you that are new, technically everyone is because it's only our second show. <laughs> we kind of, we kind of base the show and the topics, what we're going to talk about as kind of building a drink on its own. So for instance, we start with the most important thing first, that's gonna be the spirit or the alcohol in the drink. Then we do a mixer, something a little more lighthearted, but still related. And then a garnish, which can make absolutely no sense, but <laughs> the drink's not complete without it. Right, right. <laughs> so a little we're gonna, exactly. It's, it's, it's like the jazz hands of the cocktail. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I hate that this isn't a real show because I just we gave jazz hands. <laughs> So we'll start. We'll start with the booze first, and the booze is news this week. Um, kind of. Well, from... well, we got one more thing. Our rule. Oh, that's true. Yeah, thank you for the reminder. Yeah. So we're going to institute a new out. rule. That, if we're going to institute a new rule where if we refer to what the big topic is for the week throughout the rest of the show, we have to drink. And... So, like any subtle joke or reference to this. Yep. topic of the week mm -hmm. and this is checks and balances because there's three of us and we hold each of the other people yep. accountable so and i expect the listeners to do the same while they're on their way to works tomorrow <laughs> works tomorrow works. <laughs> can you tell us to drink <laughs> not at all <laughs> take a drink while you're on your way to work <laughs> make sure your windows are tinted like roll them up right but this, a roadie. Is a full, this show like... is interactive so none yeah. of that None of that passive listening. Yeah. Do we need a disclaimer? Please don't actually drink while you're driving. No, <laughs> like, like somebody's going to do that and then we're going to get yeah. sued. <laughs> I want to use my disclaimer voice. <laughs> and all of my money is already dedicated to Sally Mae. So you're not going to get anything. <laughs> so that being said, the, so the rule this week will apply to what we have as the booze this week. And that is Packers news in general. So we had... Goody had a press conference today. It was, you know, everyone freaked out when they heard he had one today because it was the mm -hmm. day after Rogers had his interview, but it was just his normal pre-combine 
already scheduled interview, but we did have Rogers make a few comments. He didn't make a decision. Obviously anyone listening already knows that. Um, and then we had, um, former Packer coach, Mike Smith is now, you know, headed up the road. Now he's coaching in Minnesota. So what did you guys take away from, let's start with Goody's presser first, just because it was the most recent, it was just earlier today. What, what's the one thing that you took from that, that stands out to you the most? Rogers is coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he admitted I, with his chest that the Tom <laughs> Clements hire was because yeah. of Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah. And he said that the, Rogers had input on it. Not exactly. everyone assumed because I, that's what we all like to do is assume everything. Um, everybody assumed that it was a way to coax. They were just um, simping for him to come. Right. Back. Right. Yeah. But that's, that's Denver shit. We're not doing that here in green Bay. They got input from Rogers on Tom yep. Clements and something I have said that I have beat to hell is there's no way Tom Clements comes out of retirement to coach Jordan love or another quarterback. There's exactly. No maybe. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Cause they, they already coached that. him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and, and that's the thing is Tom, I, I, I tweeted this. I said, Aaron Rodgers did not troll Tom Clements out of retirement to troll him by retiring. Right. <laughs> right. Right. There's just no way. Yeah. I, that for the time you ate my lunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> someone he always talks about in absolute glowing terms, you know, talks about him as one of his favorite people. He's not going to get this dude to come out of retirement and then say, actually, no, I'm going to hang it up. So. Right. I, yeah. I think <laughs> I have felt that ever since the Tom Clemens hire happened. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's just a matter of time before an announcement. I mean, maybe there's a potentially like a small chance, but like there's no rush to hire Tom Clemens. It's not like he was on the market yeah. for jobs. Yeah. Absolutely like, not. There's no reason to hire him yet. You could have waited until Rogers told you that he's coming back. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's for me the biggest thing that I cannot get over. I, I would be Rogers very surprised. He's coming back. I think he's just trying to wait until... see what else they do, like so, right. they restructure and all that. Sam, Sam, that's like an awesome point because I'm thinking he has said all along, I'm not going to drag it out. It's going to be around one of these deadlines the franchise tag deadline just opened yeah so it kind of seemed oh maybe he'll do it on tuesday because he's going on the show but he didn't when's There's the still... franchise deadline is I it week march one 8th. of march okay. yeah i believe march, march 8th. 8th so i mean you still have about two weeks mm -hmm. for that to happen and i do believe that it's a negotiation right so everything is leverage and mm -hmm. part of roger's leverage is that he could literally be waiting to see you know what they do with adams because mm -hmm. if that if it's my opinion and i i think you guys agree that if he does get tagged it's a possibility it's only going to be so they can give them give them more time to work out a deal totally yeah. and right that's part of what goody said today he said mm -hmm. it's our focus we want to get a long-term deal done right so and and i've heard well, and Rogers alluded during his presser, take a drink. Um, <laughs> hey, does it count? Does it count if we're still talking about that as the this segment know. though? I'm drinking. I don't anyway. know. I just want. Yeah, we'll just take a drink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he basically, like he said, in his opinion, that both sides are interested, and mm -hmm. Rogers is obviously very close with Adams. He's not going to say that unless yeah. he knows that they're both because. 
because the Packers have said publicly that they're interested, but I think mm-hmm. the biggest thing for me is, is like, is Adams interested, but you Roger saying that was actually like one of the few things from that presser yeah. that was actually big. Um, that didn't involve poop or puking. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was, that was very, I thought that was very, uh, that, I think that was bigger than people are talking about mm-hmm. um, because Rogers would not say that if it wasn't true, even yeah, though he it, said, I think, but like, he knows. If you so, were, if you were like me as a contingent of part of, of the fan base where you're more than happy to have them back if they want to do that, because no matter what, you always do have a chance mm-hmm. if he's your quarterback. Whether or not you believe mm-hmm. they're going to is different. Yeah. But <clears throat> if you were part of that contingent where you would have been happy if he's back, but you kind of lean toward wanting him to get traded, I think you should stop wanting that to happen. <laughs> right, because it's not going to happen. Like, there's just, it, <laughs> it's clear now they are not trading him. It's going to come down for him of retire or come back. Would be an absolute stunner if he retired, Um, mm-hmm. you know, his... I would probably shit myself taking. <laughs> yeah, I would. I wouldn't even need the twenty because yeah, no, it would. 12, it would come out on its own. It might be twelve days of shitting. Twelve. <laughs> That's a new Christmas. <laughs> so, twelve days I mean, of shitmas. I mean, just the just the fact that it's so consistent now. They clearly want him back, and that Adams thing is, I think, one of the, his last pieces of leverage because mm-hmm. he's not. I'm sure he does not want to come back without the best wide receiver in the league and his yeah. favorite target in the league. So for him to say, look, if you're not going to bring my guy back, then yeah, maybe I'll hang yeah. it up. Do you think he demands that Randall Cobb comes back? I know he's got a year. On a vet left, minimum, but... if that's what it takes, do yeah, it. Yeah. They, they have so much to gain from restructuring him. I think it's right. he, like six because or if, seven million. Because if Rodgers comes back, they're going – they're if Rodgers comes back, they're automatically kicking the shit down the road. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. going to do all the void years with these guys. So, yeah, you might as well bring Randall Cobb back. You're right. Not, like, what, what right. money savings does it matter? Because in three years, shit hits the fan anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. And, so, and I sure. think – and and I even think Rod or uh, Cobb would take a lower deal. I agree. Like yeah. I think I think they have posted on social media about how much this has meant that they've been reunited. They've mm-hmm. said it. Like I mean, Cobb got like in like was choking up in the presser about coming back to Green Bay. Like, and that makes me want him in Green Bay. I mean, mm-hmm. even though I know the NFC Championship game or in the NFC. Sorry, they didn't even get there. <laughs> <laughs> in the divisional game um Cobb was kind of non-existent but Monty as you and I said on four downs like he was he's probably was still not 100 mm-hmm, percent. like there's yeah. no way um based on what we saw with Alan Lazard with the exact same injury a year prior there's no way that Cobb Cobb was out there as like bait like yeah Cobb put a receiver on him um or put a corner on him and I also think something else that is that could play into this is also money and this is something oh, I said before, before I think I knew what, what I felt Rogers was going to do mm-hmm. was even if Adams wanted to stay without Rogers, I don't know if that's true or not, but he's not going to take a deal until he knows what Rogers is doing. Cause he's going to say right. that money that you were going to pay him, you got to pay me more now because I don't have a, a hall of fame quarterback throwing to me anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think that that could also be playing into this with both of them of you think Devontae's Rogers- like, takes less so that Devonte gets more. So I, I was actually Sam stole my thunder. I was going to, I was going to ask you that question. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's, that's what makes it so interesting because 
if you're Devontae Adams, you're about to turn 30. This is mm-hmm. obviously going to be your last big NFL contract. What do you do if the Packers bring Rodgers back and they say, look, like we can, he wants that 30 million a year, right? He wants to be the highest paid by receiver. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have the argument that people say that that's too much for a receiver because he deserves every single penny of that. Absolutely. Right. Cause um, something that people leave out, I don't mean to interrupt you, but just no, like you're a good. side side point. Devontae's deal has been insanely team friendly after about the first year. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was because like it was a good deal at the time and, and Devontae got paid, but after about one year, like looking at how, how high receivers salaries have jumped after Mm -hmm. that first year, it has been a steal for a long time. When he signed that that factor that he more than deserves yeah, $30 million dollars because he when he signed that deal, he was the first. Deal. He was like the first receiver of that mm-hmm. year to get paid to sign yep. his deal, and then everyone started getting more, and it was like, well, that looked yeah. like a good deal to sign. I mean, yeah. the and the Packer, you know, the Packer way has been to do that, right? You mm-hmm. extend these guys early mm-hmm. because you believe in your evaluation, you believe in your scouting, right. so you extend right. them early because then when they hit that stride, they're massively outplaying their deals, yep. and it, right. it has worked. But one of the big hints that stuck out to me today is, and I don't have the exact quote up in front of me, but Goody said something to the effect of, we have definitely done things differently in the last year than Mm -hmm. we have before. We've definitely made changes. And even Rogers said, we sat down and we worked it out. We had very meaningful conversations, way more meaningful than I've had in my last few years here. Mm -hmm. So Again, you connect all these breadcrumbs, they're planning on giving these guys a shitload of money and they're planning on saying three years from now when this hits the fan, it's going to suck, but whatever, we're going for it now. Right. And And I think, go ahead. I was just saying, that's an entirely different discussion whether you think that's a good strategy or not. Right. But at at this point, it's very clear that that's what they're doing. So the, whatever lens you view any of your takes through or that you put out there, they have, they should be viewed through that lens of like, these mm-hmm. guys are coming back and it's going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think uh, like another thing that I, I feel confident they're going to get the deal done with both, because one thing that um, Jacob Westendorf pointed out, I think last year with the Aaron Jones fiasco was um, that when was the last time the Packers said, we want to get a deal done with somebody and didn't get it done. Right, and they, they are pretty upfront if they're not going to get a deal done, and that's been a criticism that I know Rogers has had and other people players have had that if they're not interested, there's no like they're like no, they're going to cut you. They know, like they yeah. know if we do want you or not, and they would be like, we ha- there's been no contract discussions, but there have been contract discussions with Devonte. Mm-hmm. Both sides have said it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and and that was a big thing with Aaron Jones all last season. We heard they're working on a deal. And then I would, I tweeted this today. Everybody said goodbye to Aaron Jones when the yep. franchise tag um, deadline ended. Everybody tweeted all this dramatic shit because that, but because everybody assumed and they were dragging the front office for not tagging him. And then like two days later, they had Literally. a deal done or yeah. like the yeah, day dude. before free agency opened, yep. they got a deal done. Um, So I, I think there will be a deal at some point. Um, I just don't know when, but I, I think, like you said, it just depends on what Rogers does and mm-hmm. and that. But I, I just, it's hard to believe at this point the Packers would all of a sudden change their MO and say, we're not going to sign a guy that we're interested in. Do you think there's any, do you have anything to say about him saying um, 
if Devonte leaves, then he leaves. Because didn't he say that today? He 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 just kind of alluded to like obviously he wants to play with him. Yeah. In that interview yesterday, but I mean, I I'm more like focused on what I think Adams would do versus yeah. Rogers because, let's say again, Adams is gonna want to get paid. It, yep. Is Aaron Rodgers enough of a draw for him to take 26 mil versus 30? What is uh, DeAndre Hopkins so, like, getting? Because he wants so to be DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins is getting, I believe, 28 or 29. Yeah. <gasps> but so, that's not even accurate. Like, that. isn't it? It's, it, it's that accurate, contract, but, but the Texans, the, the Texans and the Cardinals, they fucked up the wide receiver market for everyone right. else because yeah. it's way higher than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like four mil above who's ever second, which is, which is ridiculously high. Yeah. And yeah. part of the reason they did that is because the Texans did a fire sale and they're like, you know, we're just going to unload these guys. And then the Cardinals, they, the Cardinals had a bunch of money because Kyler Murray's on a rookie deal. So right. they could do that. So I don't believe he gets to the open market because again, if Devontae Adams hits the open market, the, the second he's available as a free agent, he's going to get 30, $32 million right. contracts thrown at his feet. Right. From whatever team, like Las Vegas, Miami teams are interested yeah. in Devontae Adams. The, right. the Bengals have $50 million in cap space. I'm not right. saying the Bengals are going to go for Adams, but there are teams out there with a shit ton of money. <laughs> That are going to be able to throw that stuff at his feet. So I don't think the Packers even let him get to free agency. Yeah. That's why, and Goody said, the franchise tag is a last resort. That would be, it's just to buy them some time. Right. I, I agree. And I think they get a deal done. Like, I, I don't even think this is worth spending more time on because I yeah. just think we all agree that both of them will come to a deal. It's just a matter of who, who blinks first and who agrees to a deal. Yep. And then, who, sorry, Sam's having fighting is in a <laughs> battle royale with her dog. <laughs> I like keep muting my microphone because he's, he's like talking to me. So, yeah, so I think those are, I mean, those are the biggest highlights of, you know, the two most recent press conferences. It very much seems like they're both going to be back and mm -hmm. anything from yeah. here on out is just noise until we get the, you know, those official yeah. moves. Well, one thing non-related to Rogers and, um, and well, I guess it's part of Goot's presser is somebody asked Goot about Z and he did not say yeah. anything about cutting him, which it, was very interesting. It all feels to me very just kind of coach speak-ish. Obviously, Goot's not the coach, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can't say we're going to cut this dude until it happens. And right. Zedaria Smith is going to be 29, I believe. I think you're right. He's not going to – the only way he comes back to the Packers is if he restructures and takes a big pay cut. Mm -hmm. He already restructured last year, which made him upset, which yep. is part of all this drama. And he's not going to take less money to come back and play one more time when he wanted to get extended and it didn't happen. So mm -hmm. right. I don't think I, he's back. I, like, I agree. I'm approaching it like Aaron Jones where I think he's gone. I just – I don't see any. Well, I would don't be make way your more post for God's sakes. I'd How be way more blown away. <laughs> How much time is left on Z's contract? Is it a year? Yeah, uh, I believe. Yeah, I think. One yeah, because him, Amos, and Preston him? all have one more year left. Yeah. I think. And my my gut says that Amos will get restructured. I hope and so. I would He's guess so Preston underrated. will. I think. Because, like, I think they. I think they both get extended. Amos yeah, and I, agree. I really yeah. hope so. I agree. Yeah, I. I think. 
especially because Savage did not have the best year. So you don't, I mean, very he was very up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like you could easily, like, you can't rely on him. Like you need one solid safety in there. And Amos yeah. is that guy. And I think Amos has loved being with the Packers. I think he's had a great time. At least he seems to. So I would guess, yeah, he gets, he gets extended. And I would guess Preston because Preston really oh, so man, happy for him. Such a good season. Everyone know, thought that he was so going after Odd year Preston Smith is always a beast. Yeah. And, oh, that's right. That's what got him the big contract and, in Green Bay. And now does it coincide with the fact that these are when his deals are expiring? So he's in contract years? Maybe. You play well once. But he also years. like like yeah. everybody had pointed out with he gained gained the COVID fifteen or COVID nineteen. Um, that he he looked a little overweight, but he came in this year like Gary came was, in last yeah. year, mm-hmm. where he had like looked like he had probably gained weight, but it was all in muscle, muscle. instead yeah. of you know around the tummy. So um and and it looked like he looked so much better. I was so I'm really happy for him. And that's the thing mm-hmm. with Z that's not working in his favor is he was hurt. He didn't play. You didn't even notice that he was gone. Right. And I hate yeah. that because I love him and he said that he wants to be a Packer for life. But he yeah, I, I mean, feel like we're always gonna have a little like soft spot for him because he to me is the player that like completely changed the defense. Oh without that a doubt. He was I, culture and not even just the play on the field but just culture overall yeah he was I mean, an he, immediate leader in the locker he came room came in right away and this is my locker room yeah right? you don't right. want him to leave but yeah which is something that i think that the whole team was lacking is some sort of leadership in the locker room mm-hmm. because rogers has often said that he's not a vocal leader he just likes to lead by example yep. mm-hmm. um and then they brought in mercedes lewis and yep. then they brought in the smith brothers and mm-hmm. like and then amos like that whole like bringing all of those guys in really changed how this locker room looks. Yeah, Rogers doesn't have to be that vocal leader because right, so like that's not what he wants to do. There, which there's nothing wrong with that. And obviously, yeah. everybody has said that Rogers' work off ethic is off the charts mm-hmm. with preparation and stuff. But yeah, if he's not a vocal leader, he's not a vocal leader. And then they got rid of Woodson, and I don't think they ever. And then Clay Matthews, and I don't think they've ever recovered from that like leadership role. And then yeah. Z comes in, and I think really took that under his wing. But then Z was not elected for captain this year, and then and I. And- and so that's the thing too, is, you know, he was hurt all year. Right. And obviously that was unfortunate, but that's when optics felt kind of weird. Cause there was long stretches where you could tell he wasn't around the team. Mm-hmm. He's not traveling with them. He's not at practices. He's not in the locker room. Yeah. So to go from how involved he was in everything in front and center and those, you know, obviously there's a reason we didn't get the Smith brother interviews. Cause you can't go, mm-hmm. you know, reporters can't go in the locker room yeah. anymore, mm-hmm. but just the contrast of that mixed with the fact that he was injured and not playing. It's just kind of, I don't want to say the writing was on the wall. Cause we never know what this stuff, mm-hmm. but it's just very, it feels like it. I mean, and, right. It does. I mean, I, I still will say what I said on Twitter. Don't post your goodbye posts yet. Um, because I will call you out. <laughs> I will find you. And the, I will the, receipt, you. the receipts will be posted. <laughs> right. Because like, I never, like, I'm very proud that I never gave up on the Aaron Jones thing. Because like I said, Jan- mm-hmm. Jacob Westendorf said at the one point, he's like, they never have gotten, like not gotten a deal done when they actually talked to talk to a player or where in at, at any point have expressed interest, they have always gotten their guy. Their yep. mistake has always been that, you know, they didn't sign, you know, Micah Hyde, but they were never interested in Micah Hyde. They just let him go. That was right. the plan all right. And, and that was back. their issue. But the point being, 
they walked away from that. Yeah. Every time that they have had their eyes on a player, they have signed him or at least re-signed him. I shouldn't say mm-hmm. like free agents, but within the organization, a person that they drafted that they wanted to re-sign, they have done. So that's why I feel like everybody calm down mm-hmm. and just and the, see what happens. And I, to, just to wrap this part of the segment up, I was going to say the the two other uh, pieces are they did they did restructure Kenny Clark, which right. was an obvious candidate because they saved about ten million. And mm-hmm. I don't remember where who said this, but I I was reading earlier today on Twitter that as much as their cat problems exist, and as much money as they're having to you know play with to push off, you're at least doing it with players that are very good, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like you don't feel bad about restructuring a guy like Kenny Clark and maybe he'll be on the team for another year or two extra than you had originally planned. Like he's an absolute beast. Not only one of the best players on your defense, but one of the best defensive players in the league overall anyway. Yeah. So, so guys like Adams, Rogers, Kenny Clark, pretty soon you're going to have obviously Elton Jenkins, Jair Alexander. Like you can't feel bad about a large percentage of your calf being tied up in guys that are elite players. That's what the money's for. All pros. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, sure you're you're hamstring yourself a little bit but these are guys that you absolutely don't want to lose and that's why you're willing to pay them right like who who played that game against the 49ers the defense so kenny clark getting all that money like yeah yeah that that was a good purchase um and then you're gonna need to yeah i mean like it it is what it is but and the last piece we they did sign another kicker Dominic, right. Dominic Eberly. <laughs> I think it was Field Yates that tweeted. He's like the signing we were all <laughs> expecting today. Or the announcement do, we were all expecting. I today. do love. <laughs> I do love that they added a little spice to it because that was he was Jordan Love's teammate Ooh. at Utah State. So mm-hmm. now, and I was like, oh, look at the Packers signing guys trying to, to keep, keep Jordan, Jordan Love around. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. And if you believe well, that, that was another you... thing. I mean, not that we should, because I, I think the big thing that I take from Goose Presser to loop it back to your first question is it didn't feel like there were a couple of tidbits, but a lot of it was they didn't re- they didn't reveal their hand, which is probably yeah. a smart position Leverage. at this point because they because they all and it's also that balance of you don't want to piss off your players, mm-hmm. meaning they didn't want to piss off Z by saying, yeah, anybody want to fucking get him off our hands? because We don't <laughs> like we're done like they like yeah. they're not going to say that. <laughs> and along with I think someone asked, like, are you taking calls about Jordan Love? And they said, yep. not really. Yeah, like we're we like, no, yeah, we wouldn't like, we're not that. doing that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they are. But you think they're publicly going to hang? Poor Jordan Love has right. been sitting there patient out to dry. Like, so they handled the press conference as you expected, but there were a couple of tidbits. I do. Yeah. I do like to think that if you believe that, you know, Rogers and Jordan Love are like, not that they're best friends, but they have a good relationship. They're buddy, buddy. Like, I, I do like to think that Jordan Love gave Rogers some shit when they signed that guy. Like, oh, look, they're signing my teammates. <laughs> especially after that really hilarious interaction of that stupid ass rumor that rogers was gonna boycott the super bowl Bowl? and then that was the best thing the best social media thing from the packers was was that interaction between the three qbs it was great it was wonderful to see yeah so we'll move to the mixer which is still still nfl related um this this one's gonna be actually really fun so (laughs) all the teams all teams now are with with coach. I think the Vikings were the last the last remaining. 
Officially. So, officially, yeah. So to go over, so all the 2022 hires, Giants, Saints, Vikings, Dolphins, Raiders, Jags, Texans, Broncos, and Bears, and their respective coaches, Brian Dable, Dennis Allen, Kevin O'Connell, Mike McDaniel, Josh McDaniels, no relation, even though it's their, not the same name, but you know. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> but see, no relation. I was totally right. It's like it's uh, like how I spell my my middle name. It's my middle name, by the way, Alice A L Y C E. It's like someone spelling that with an I, and like oh, yeah, related. <laughs> but then Doug Peterson, Lovey Smith, Nathaniel Hackett, and Matt Eberflus. So those are all the the new coaches in the NFL. Some are some are retreads. Some are first time. Um, but what I want to know is which one of those coaches stands the best chance against who we all agreed would be the NFL head coach Royal Rumble winner, Dan Campbell. Can you just let the listeners know what this is inspired by, by the way? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So yeah. This In case is you're living the, under, a, you've been living yeah. under a rock. Backstory on this one is uh, Michigan and Wisconsin. They're the men's college basketball teams played each other over the weekend. Things got a little heated. Juwan Howard got in his feelings a little bit after bitch the game. Bitch slapped the guy. Bitch slapped the guy after the post-game handshake. Like full open hand across the side of the face. So they got into a little bit of a tussle, which was, it was pretty funny because you had people from, you know, both, you had alumni from both colleges say that their guy was infallible in the situation. Right. It was so, the the conversation back and forth was so biased. I believe the blame was shared, but Juan Howard obviously... We're talking right. like 80, 20. Right, right, yeah. He put his hands on a guy. My favorite was, uh, I was watching ESPN yesterday and they they cut to comments of the Michigan State coach. I'm like, yeah, because that's a completely unbiased. Yeah, right. Tom Izzo is going to be, yeah. Right? I like, stand with John Howard. Right? No, it was the opposite. He was Wait, like, he, right, right. Because they're huge rivals, Michigan and Michigan yeah. State. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is the guy you want to ask. It's like asking right. like the Packers about like something related with Chicago. It's like, yeah they're not they're like they're gonna say like fuck chicago <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i know and i know most most people there's a debate between would it be dan campbell or would it be mike Vrabel, right and Ooh, that's a good one i yeah. think it'd be i think it would be dan campbell I because if you put them on equal levels physically and i just think dan campbell's insane Right. You're never he's, you're not gonna like, win a fight. He's like he's like Costanza, he'd fight dirty. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna win a fight against a guy that's crazy. Right. Even, even if you're stronger. If yeah. the person's insane, you're probably gonna yeah. lose still. Well, here's so, my thing. We all know the story of David and Goliath, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> she adjusted okay. her glasses and did not do it smoothly. <laughs> okay, so you know how like the most vicious and violent dogs are always like the little chihuahuas? Yeah, like your dog. Yeah, my dog, <laughs> little Yorkie. Mike McDaniel kind of reminds me of just a very small but like secretly insane dog. And I really think that we are getting ourselves into a David and Goliath situation here. I think Mike McDaniel would like you think he would <laughs> you think he would survive the the biting of the kneecaps i don't think he would just survive i think it would be like like a low-key bloodbath 
<laughs> oh, all right. Mike McDaniel like is crazy. Okay, but I, by the way, did you see the interview from the last week? Like, this is like his first interview as like yes. head coach. And yes. somebody asked him if he would like kiss, kill, or it was, it was marry. Right. It, it was, was Matt, Mary, Kyle, and uh, McVeigh. Yeah. 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 The three coaches. I was like, why are you asking? Okay. <laughs> you, you like you like he's a new head coach. Like this is now like he he's brand new to Miami. Like and this is you get your first hey, your interview with him. Coworkers are super hot. <laughs> Who do you want? To suck? <laughs> <laughs> you started. The, the funny oh thing about God. him. The funny thing about him is he's very much like the first kind of Gen Z right personality so, coach yeah. so it's gonna be fascinating just to watch him in pressers yeah and... he seems it... like an analytics guy like trapped yeah. in a head coach's body yeah <laughs> but isn't but he, he in a head coach's body though or a head coach <laughs> trapped in an analytics <laughs> guy's go, body is that correct <laughs> yeah. i was just like so, I, I feel like dan campbell is a head just coach's a big body nerd. <laughs> yeah when, I, when yeah. I think head coach's body i was gonna say dan campbell Brian yeah Abel. mm-hmm you know, Bella under, under the hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Right, See, so I Sam, think, I think so if, we're talking, picking... if we're talking current coaches, it yeah, would hundred percent be Belichick. Yeah. Like that he would, would be, be Dan Campbell. Yes, because it'd what, be like, like he'd be like what's he he'd be like let's have a fist fight and then he'd pull out a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Like a really old boom. giant revolver. But he would a hundred percent cheat. The Bugs Bunny <laughs> elephant <laughs> rifle. Right. He'd be like, we'll meet at dawn with just like don't bring anything. We'll fist fight it out. And then like the second it starts, he'll pull out something he's, and just like pack, be like, he's, like he's sorry, like you should gunpowder in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I 100% feel oh, Bel- I love think it. Bill Belichick would would do that. Cuz if we're like, like looking if, at if we would have been able to do this last year though, this like my pick if we're talking about current coaches overall, like I I would pick I think I'd pick Robert Sala, right? Ooh. He like He's very I, That man is Yeah. He looks like a <laughs> UFC fighter. Yeah, like, yeah, he, like he looks like like he's the one you want coming off the bus on a visitors like trip first. <laughs> like, of, like he's out like of a lineup out of a lineup of thirty two head coaches. If you didn't know any of them were a head coach, and someone was like, pick out the NFL head coach, no one would him. ever pick Robert Sala. No, because he doesn't like, look no? like right. He look, he, he'd be like, oh no, this guy's a player. He's not a coach. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a what great te- point. That's what great team point. is he on? You know. Right. <laughs> but yeah. I would like to see just because I think. I don't like him in general, so I just want like I'd love to watch Dan Campbell just pummel him. This is Josh McDaniels? I want to yes. watch him. <laughs> but see, the thing is, Josh McDaniels wouldn't show up. <laughs> 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 He'd cancel the morning of via text message. Yeah, he was, like, sorry, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back home. Josh McDaniels <laughs> is the guy. Like you guys, you have plans to go out on Friday and. <laughs> He knows since Wednesday afternoon he's not going to be able to go. Right. And then you text him, "Hey, I'm headed out." And then he responds, "Oh, um, I'm actually not going to be able to make it." But Don't like he's me. hosting the party. Don't like hate me. yeah, like everybody's like they're like we're we're five minutes away, and he's like, "Oh, about that." Like I'm not yep. even home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't believe that fucking guy got a, another goddamn head 
coaching job and in vegas of all places yeah that's the thing vegas like calling hard knocks (laughs) vegas needs good pr right now and that's that's an interesting pr move they need they need a dan campbell right now like a hard ass like you that would intimidate the players because they clearly need some (laughs) like get to get whipped into shape like Mm -hmm. because there is a lot of issues or just in vegas in general because you had kamara that that had the fight like I, i think and then obviously the Raiders themselves have had some issues. Like they need right. yeah. some discipline. Yeah. So then the the bonus question to this, and this has nothing to do with their fighting acumen. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but which which of these guys do you think is fired first? So like who's the who's the first experiment? You think so? <laughs> no, no, because the- I do. No, because they're gonna give him one year, and then they're gonna they're gonna say no, and then they're yeah. Gonna but I'm, I'm Josh saying McCown. like I think he's he's out first because the Texans so clearly want Josh. Yeah, that's McCown, what I mean. Who, and I think they're gonna fire first? they're gonna fire Lovey the first sign of anything bad. I that that's that's interesting because it it comes down to a how bad of a black eye do they want on their franchise off the heels of this Brian Flores thing, yeah, which I assume will still be going on at the end of next season. <laughs> right. Like there's that lawsuit's going to take a while to play out. Oh yeah. That's not going away. Um, anytime soon. I just got an alcohol delivery. <laughs> you live in a dream. That is legit. <laughs> but that from, from a pure, mm-hmm. you know, standpoint of optics. Yeah. I could see that. Cause they badly want Josh McCown. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say Doug Peterson. Really? Um, I think that he, I don't know. He hasn't been doing much. Like he hasn't been in the league for a while, a couple mm-hmm. years. And I just think Jacksonville is very much um, under a lot of pressure right now to make That's the right a decision. It seems like they're always like set up to fail. Right. Where what's, um, what's the guy's name? Who's like the GM? Um, everybody. Balt, oh, Balt, sh- Todd, Todd, Todd. Um, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. The, or the owner. Oh, oh, the owner. Oh, the, yeah. owner. the owner. I'm sorry. The oh, owner. The, the, the owner is just con. The, the GM right. is Balk. the one no one Balk. wants Still to Trent work with. Yeah. Balky. Balky. Yeah. Um, he's in the hot seat right now. I yeah. think. Um, Nobody likes Therefore, that. Therefore, he is going to fire very prematurely, I That's think. That's very fair. Um, because I think uh, if if they go like 4-0, like 0-4, like mm-hmm. that could be easily a, a – firing that i i see happening because mm-hmm. like he because he has been under like the, literally their fans wore clown outfits yes the clown and, outfits. Like, so was, they would fire him and they the didn't and they lost out on who was it that they lost out on byron leftwich byron leftwich that's right yeah, because he's he's like, gonna, work with them. right yeah. unless you fire him like they yep. literally stood by this guy so this guy is under an incredible amount of pressure. Yeah. So he is going to throw everybody under the bus before mm-hmm. he loses his job. So I, I think easily it could be, it's going to be one of those things of like, that was probably way too premature, mm-hmm. but that is what I see being like an impulse fire. I mean, so he's he can got save a, his job. He's got a track record of firing coaches after like one or two years. Right. No one that has coached under. Just think about his bedroom activity. <laughs> In and out. <laughs> One and done. <laughs> Sorry, he, I may need like, to edit that out. We'll see. <laughs> no, you better not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm picking. I'm gonna try to pick someone that isn't tied to a young quarterback because I feel like you have a young quarterback. 
-hmm. you've got a leash, right? I mean, <laughs> that's true. It did take a while for them to fucking fire Urban Meyer. <laughs> yeah, like Trevor Lawrence will be on. This it took will be a while. Year, this will be year two, Trevor games. Lawrence. Like <laughs> the Bears, they bring in Eberflus, but like they're gonna give him as long leash as possible to Justin Fields mm -hmm. because yeah, they yeah. also have a new GM, mm -hmm. right? So I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna say it's either going to be. It's a tie for me between Dennis Allen with the Saints or Kevin O'Connell with the Vikings because Ooh, yeah. the Saints they're they're stuck with Taysom Hill for I think at least another year. And what even the though, fuck is that? <laughs> even though he's not going to be the starter, assuming Winston recovers right, at a normal right. pace, like it's going to be Jameis Winston. But that's gonna that's a team that's in a bad cap situation, mm -hmm. kind of like the Packers is. But the only difference is they don't have. A legendary quarterback that they're still trying to win with right now yeah and right. then the vikings kirk cousins is due all the money in the world next year so this, he's gonna play for i think 40 mil this year something like right. that so i mean that that's gonna hamper their team this year and to hiring some guys that they want or to sign guys that they want excuse me and if the vikings you know do go bad this year or have a rough two seasons like i could see them moving on from this coach because mm -hmm. they're going to have to start over with a QB within the next couple of years. Just yeah, like, right. Cause cousins is obviously a lot younger than Rogers, but they're making similar money and obviously you're not getting similar, similar play. So, right. I mean, he had a fairly good year this year, but cousins is like the worst good quarterback. Right. Yeah. In, yeah. in more, in like so many ways. Bad in, quarterback. Right. <laughs> I had, and right. I'll eat some crow. I had him and Stafford on the same level going into this year. You could still put them at the I same still level. Have, yeah. I mean, Stafford. I think you still could put them. Yeah, at, I mean, I, granted, like, Stafford won the Super Bowl. And, yeah. You got, you but, give him the leg up now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you could argue, like, if Kirk Cousins was on that team, I think they would have similar results because like, look at their, like their stats for the year. Very similar. Yeah. Well, the only thing is they're both pretty reckless with the ball and that's not even, right. that's not even in comparison to what we're used to because mm -hmm. interceptions are illegal for us, but <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, cousins throws some questionable ones, but Stafford throws way more of the, what the hell are you doing? Balls. Right. Like, right. That's why I feel like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're comparable. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's crazy to think that, you know, Matt LaFleur is now the longest tenured coach in the division. That is you know, so like, wild. Like, like that year, three three years. full years. <laughs> right. Wow. All right. So we've got that. So now we're going to top everything with a garnish. Never has to make sense. And this one doesn't either. Um, right. I wrote down chaos for this. Yeah. I didn't write specific <laughs> things down. <laughs> and it was, and, it, and like the chaos in this case is it's kind of all social media related. I think mm -hmm. it kind of all kicked off with, you know, everyone was questioning on Monday is Rogers writing a retirement post. Is he being cryptic? You know, is he saying he wants to stay, wants to go? I'm in the, I'm in the party that I think he kind of was either, you know, just a little drunk, a little high, got in his feelings a little bit. I saw someone say Rogers was just listening to Drake and drinking. He's like, that happens. All <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay. So my theory on this, and I stand by this is Rogers is very um, intentional, very um, yes. calculated, calculated. Yes. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for in everything that he says, does whatnot. I think he knew he was going on Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee tweeted earlier that day. We've got a big guest coming on. Rogers thought, 
Pat McAfee's my buddy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post this tonight of all nights. Could have posted this any other night. And I rarely post on yep. Instagram, have not posted in like a month, over a month, whatever it was. I'm going to do this tonight because everyone's going to tune in tomorrow to the show. So I'm going to get my, I'm going to help out my friend yep. because the next morning, Pat McAfee also tweeted, we have a big guest that's going to have a big convo. The, the word big con or the phrase big combo was very much everybody's like, this is it. Yep. Yeah, they were, they were over- like, because it was not a big combo. Turns out it was literally every okay. other week that he's been shit. on there, except a lot more shit, literal. <laughs> we have to be drinking right now, by the way, <laughs> yeah, because of this one, but yeah, they had, a, they had over a hundred thousand people waiting right. on a stream that hadn't started yet. So right. I got and my dad lost, like, to 20- get on YouTube for the very first time. <laughs> my dad is 65 years old. 66 years old right and was like i'm watching pat mcafee <laughs> he like he probably thought that was the coolest thing like ever. yeah he was like, he was really upset that there was not there was no news yeah right and, i do, and, and I, do I, like, I will give rogers credit he basically opened it by saying Look, right i'm not gonna I say do appreciate today. that i right? do like yeah. out of it he's a so great fast. troll he's a great troll he could have left that shit to the middle yeah. to the end but yeah right. he just he got it out of the way right away. Right. And I don't think McAfee knew what was coming. Agreed. I just I think, think so I just think McAfee also saw the post and was like, oh, this must be it. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody jumped to it. And I and I I tweeted, I was like, there's no way this is a goodbye post because like he literally says five times, like the past year, the past year, yeah. the past year. He never mentioned the organization. And you know that when he does say goodbye, whenever that is, he's going to thank the organization. He's going to thank the fans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For me, Bay. that was a big thing. He didn't mention yeah. the fans. So yeah, they- it was, it was literally about the past year and he only references situations and people from mm-hmm. the last year. So that was how I felt, but. So we had, yeah, we had that. We talked about at the top of the show. We had Aaron's tweet interaction with charles woodson <laughs> i still cannot believe that i love my favorite part about that though is everyone kind of unanimously agreed that, that was the greatest thing that had happened that weekend i know like like, like multiple people took screenshots of just the thing and like posted it separately and i was like i didn't like i don't know because maybe this is just like me normally this is like shit i just say normally it just happened to be seen and, by this guy and i and that and when stuff like that happens I like knowing that you can tell that like Charles Woodson's the dude running his account. Like that's right. not a Woodson right. intern because my, and uh, this is kind of a side tangent. I was a big fan at first of that Dick, that Dick Buckus account. Yes. Oh yeah. But yeah. after about a week, it was so very apparent. He's not the one. There's no way right. that that's an 80 year old right. man yeah. or whatever. He's not the one running this account. And yeah. it, it lost all novelty for me. Like, it's not funny because it's, it, it's some, it's gotta be like, it's gotta be like, like his like niece nephew or something. It's some person in their twenties running it for him. Right. And it's just not nearly as funny. Mm-hmm. Well, what is funny is like, that's not even like my most, well, no, that might be my most uncomfortable interaction with like a former Packer. Um, I've said this story multiple times because it's like, I'm so proud of this moment, but it's worth um, telling every time. Right. Absolutely. So I, I used to go to a Packer bar in Chicago and a few years ago, um, when the Packers were supposed to play that hall of fame game, but the field was too shitty and they didn't, they didn't oh, end yeah. up playing yeah. that year. Um, Paul Horning was going to visit. Well, he did visit the Packer bar. Like that was going to be a thing. He was going to be there. You could get autographs and stuff. And I just happened to have this shirt 
um, me and a friend both, or I, I found them and I bought one for me and my friend that said Horning did your grandma. And yeah. there's a lot of obviously like rumors about that Horning was a big partier and he liked the ladies. <laughs> so it's a very, I thought it was a funny shirt. And so I decided I didn't wear it there because I wasn't sure. I was like, I need to like interact with him first. See, yeah. Like, if like he might be offended. I don't want to offend him. Yeah, you want to you want to feel right. Out. Very quickly, he was flirting with my friend like <laughs> literally, I mean, we won't go into it, but he he liked the attention from women. Yeah, of course. And um <laughs> so then I was like, "Oh yeah, we're definitely like putting on these shirts." And so he loved the shirts and literally like asked if he could have one of them and so I was like yeah I happen to have an extra shirt so like I will put on my normal shirt and then give you this and so I have a picture of him I posted on social media of a, him holding the shirt that says Horning did your grandma and yep. he took it home with him so he had before he passed rest in peace he um he had my my horny did your grandma shirt so this is not the first really awkward inappropriate interaction i've had with a packer player who do you think who do you think got that shirt when he died it's like the number one thing in the will yeah they, they, they like sold an auction for like two million his wife <laughs> she was there she loved it oh my god yeah. um well it's funny because i bought it on like ebay and i like yeah. messaged the people and i was like just so you know like i feel like you guys need to know that like he yeah he, like, here's a picture of him with the shirt and they were like oh my god and they sent me a free shirt so i have another one but i love it yeah and then we had you know and then we had and these are kind of related we had the whole you know the the crazy news cycle saga with that rams photographer you know, she fell right. off the stage. Oh everyone was, everyone, everyone was, acted first, like everyone Stafford was mad at Stafford. Committed murder. Yeah. Right. And then a day later, because, you know, that's what people do now. Right. We were all supposed to be against her because she said some really right. dumb, stupid shit when she was younger. And the, but the thing that I thought was funny about that is if you thought Stafford was a dick, before you found out about that, you still have to think he's a dick. He didn't know that. Right. Like he's not like, that. oh, she's racist. So therefore, <laughs> yeah, like, 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 he, like he fucking knew. He doesn't no know her name. There was no one in his ear like, Matt, don't help her up. She was <laughs> right. like, oh my God, Kelly, the racist girl just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Laugh and walk away. <laughs> so, and you know, my, my response to that was, I, I don't what she said doesn't matter because again like she no. was young and she said some right. stupid stuff it's all about how you react to it and for her right. to be like very clearly to kind of be oh shit and then just go dark and delete right. everything and she like that's broke her bad spine. like it wasn't like <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like she has some bruises like she broke yeah so, bones. She, so she was <laughs> she had to go through enough effort to either delete her account or get someone to delete it where she easily could have also just <laughs> put sorry. out an apology I'm just like picturing her with like a neck brace <laughs> like, I have to delete things. she's looking like like regina george from mean girls like, yeah. with her, like whole body <laughs> brace frantically hitting like the nurse button <laughs> and the nurse rushes in and she delete my twitter <laughs> Oh my god. I just like I don't know that whole situation. Could Stafford have done more? Like, yeah, probably, but like yeah, he I... was clearly shit-faced. Yeah. Out of his mind. I think he knew that his wife was in the right mind to like help her. Yeah, I don't think his he should have fight or flight kicked in. Obviously, his is <laughs> his is <flight>. <laughs> I don't think that's something he could really help. 
I don't know how I would react in that situation. Personally, like, I am sorry to say, but I think it's, like, really funny when people fall. Like, oh, that's one of the things that gets me. Like, I don't care yeah. if you're old on crutches. Like, if you fall down, I'm pr- my gut is just going to be, like, laugh. I can, so yeah, I can be, I can be honest with myself and say I would probably laugh, <laughs> but I would be doing that while I was. At least I think I'd be like laughing, like holy shit. Yeah, someone get over here while I'm laughing. But <laughs> he just like walked away. Yeah, people that expect him to jump down there and help her up. No, he was hammered. He's not going to be. Man, able to just do won that, the Super Bowl. Yeah, How much you can. Champagne you can laugh industry. and still say, "Hey, we need some help over here." So yeah, it would have been fine. Right. Well, my my favorite part his his wife. It's funnier to me than he is. <laughs> she was like, she looks at him like for like five seconds. Yeah, she's, she's like, like what the hell like, did she can't really go? believe what she's seeing. She's like, oh, she, and then she goes to help, like, cause like her motherly instinct turns out. But like she stands there and she kind of like does that white guy blinking me. Like <laughs> she was dealing, she was dealing with witnessing her fall off and then looking up and realize that Stafford just ran away. <laughs> right. she, she was shocked twice within like right. 10 seconds. Right. Where the hell did he go? Right. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it's shitty to do, but, like, I don't know. Like, we're not going to cancel Matt Stafford. <laughs> like, no, he didn't right. want her to fall. He didn't push her. He's not the right, reason she right. fell. Like, right. And then, so we'll wrap up with the last one, which was, this is slightly, it's not as entertaining, but it's still related. The Annie, is it Agar or Agar? I have no Agar. Idea. Well, I don't know. I just I, <laughs> guess I've yeah. just been guessing. I, you know, we've all seen her stuff. She does the the conference call zoom meeting mm-hmm. stuff and she had again had some really stupid stuff and my biggest takeaway i get people say this shit all the time oh i can't believe people don't go back and scrub right. their twitter right because yeah. internet you could be famous tomorrow from from some dumb shit we say on the show tonight we could blow up maybe <laughs> and we could get famous right we're gonna so, get canceled that's, the, that's more likely the, the the second and i haven't been on twitter long enough to where I was saying dumb stuff on it. I've only been out since 2016. So I was still, mm-hmm. I'm still a very immature adult, but I was still an adult at the time <laughs> I signed up. At least you're self-aware. But yeah, I mean, if you blow up and get big over something, I, to me, that says more when people don't go back and do that mm-hmm. because they're just saying it so mindlessly mm-hmm. and it, they clearly don't give a thought to saying stuff like that where they yeah. don't care. My Whereas, thing is like, Annie was oh, clearly trying to get famous. Oh, yeah, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. So why it's, didn't it's she? Very, yeah. she's <laughs> very, she's very Gen Z. Like I, I don't yeah. mean to say that like in a mean way, but it's very no, like it's social media is yeah. her life. Like yes. and so therefore, like she wanted to do whatever she could, and it obviously worked. And she said some shitty things, and and I mean I agree with you because like that. Well, it's. <laughs> And, and, but I always have issues with like, well, they were a kid, like, so, or they were, they were 18. So who cares? And I'm like, I see the Facebook shit that I posted when I was 18. It's embarrassing as shit, but it's like more like Aaron is going to the library. That's a, that's a joke. I don't read. <laughs> I just checked my- You were going to use the internet. Right. I just checked my Facebook memories and there was a post from when I, I think I was like 18 or 19 and there was a Facebook post that said something like, just shit my brains out. Thanks, Taco Bell. So you were on the Rogers cleanse. You were doing a cleanse. <laughs> that's a drink. Well, yep. Cheers to that. But yeah, that, yeah. It, it, and then that's what I mean, right? I mean, if you if you don't give any thought to at the time, you might have said some really problematic shit. Like, 
when you said it, either you thought you were being edgy and didn't really believe it, or you right. didn't see it as a big deal to talk that way. And you don't remember that you said something like it's that. Right. The latter. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a hundred percent like, because like I said, like I, I see the shit that I posted on Facebook and none of it is like racist or no. sexist or like anything. Yeah. It's just like literally just like a normal human being. That's why be, like, I always have an issue with like, they were 18, who cares? I'm like, because yeah. like, that's not, I mean, granted you can change your behavior, but yeah, if it's still there, I agree. And there's also a difference between I was 18 in 2000 and I was 18 in like 19. 19- 75 yeah right okay well i wasn't i'm not that old <laughs> but i'm just saying like to, 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 to say that you know i said something dumb when i was younger if you were right. younger but it was still modern times right it was probably still not it's just really like i was 18 okay. and it was like five years ago <laughs> yeah a hundred percent like yeah that is the thing for me is like that she has said that and it's like yeah, it was like 2016. Like, okay, like, <laughs> yeah. all right, like, we all that. remember. Right. We'll recover. She's fine. Yeah. I mean, I think it's she... funny that, like, it was the Jaguars that finally did it. Oh, <laughs> yep, of all teams. She's like, they were like, we've had enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to rise up <laughs> and take back our our dignity <laughs> we have a we have a new coach now we're we're not taking this shit anymore <laughs> monty you had my favorite reply because she posted something about like i'm going skiing today oh. and then, like all hell broke loose and monty posts that like meme of like the realization was, like, when she, like when, she, Twitter. when she comes back to her phone she'll be like oh shit what did i do <laughs> yeah like yeah, I mean she'll be fine. Like oh, yeah. they're not gonna fire her, but I mean hopefully they'll take they'll just that's my try to emphasize like to, a learning. Yeah, and not not to get too far into this the entire societal you know setup of all this stuff, but I think in general people toss around that term like oh so and so got canceled blah blah blah. I think it's just generally hard to get canceled if you're famous because it's not real somewhere right. somewhere like no matter what you say there is a group that agrees with you enough to still yeah. give you publicity right mm-hmm. so there's a reason you got famous in the first place yeah. yeah i mean so people will back you and stand by you and there are other places for you to get your name out regardless i mean right so i think i think being canceled is one of those things that the term itself is just it's so overused. It's lost meaning. Like I, I feel the same thing about when people say things are overrated. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'll You're notice, overrated. Like, <laughs> like if you notice when like I'll reply to people all the time, so and so is overrated. X Y Z is overrated. I say, how is it rated? Because <laughs> I feel like overrated is a lot of people like this thing. Mm-hmm. right <laughs> like that's everything like mm-hmm. well it's always opinion based right yeah. like it's like it's like this band is overrated like okay cool it's a fucking you but like that yeah. like unless you're I giving me like a, that, a that numerical is one list of, like, you're gonna get me on a tangent one of my biggest pet peeves is when people say something is bad but it's an opinion thing just like, say this movie you don't is like bad. It. this music yeah. is right there you go just say you don't like it or this is trash like Unless it is literal trash, like there's a literal pile of trash, it's probably not trash. (laughs) Or or like it's human behavior. But you know, like if it's an opinion-based thing, like food or music, movies, like let people enjoy things. Like Also, you don't have to enjoy things that are good. I like a lot of stuff that is objectively garbage. (laughs) 
Speaking of garbage and going back to being canceled. um, Okay. If any of you have seen the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, complete garbage. I've seen your review. Holy (laughs) shit. Holy God. Okay. Everyone watch the movie. It's so bad. You have to see it. But no, there's a line in the movie where a guy, Leatherface walks onto a bus and this guy is holding his phone. I saw the preview for that. I saw recording Leatherface and he's like, come any closer you're gonna be canceled oh my god <laughs> and then he gets- see like it's gone too far it's officially jumped the shark right. now definitely a film to hate watch <laughs> right like, like i probably wrote that in my sleep like like that yeah the one thing the one solace we can take away is that none of us are going to be labeled as overrated because we're not rated <laughs> we're, so we're you underrated can, you, yeah we are underrated <laughs> if anything you can never overrate this show yeah. No matter how hard you try. Right. All right. That I think that's a good stopping point. That was a good one for this week, you guys. I can't wait to see what you cut out and what you keep in. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be editing it while I'm intoxicated, so probably <laughs> just the pee breaks. <laughs> you you guys want to tell the people where to find you, Sam? You can go first. I am on Twitter at Samwich. That's S A M M W I C H H. I am on Twitter also at Ferd Turgeson. It's F-E-R-D underscore T-U-R-G-E-S-O-N. You can find me on Twitter at H-E-R-O-O-I-N-E. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> You're so, you were supposed to push on Brandon off topic. I know, but like, I feel like I say that every week and people get sick of it. So it's like, <laughs> if they're listening to this on Game On Wisconsin, they'll know. Like on Tuesdays, hey, so, I'm Brandon off topic, which is you, like very much like this show, but like not like without the alcohol. We're just like this sober. If you are still <laughs> listening and if you're like me, as soon as these parts come up at yeah, the end, you're like, I already stopped done. playing. So we, I could drop Nobody some real weird shit, shit here. No one's listening. To right. Oh, I could like, shit. I could, can, we can, oh, I could like, oh God, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I could confess to murder right now and no one would know. And on that note. Except you two. <laughs> We will talk to you guys <laughs> next week. Have a good go night. Pack go. go pack go. Go pack go.